Hi guys, and welcome to the Michael Allen Show. We are at episode four, and today I have a special guest. His name is Donovan. Oh, go ahead. I'm Donovan. And today we're going to talk about caregiving. And uh, and uh, Donovan, so you, you was a caregiver for your mom. Mm-hmm. And um, can you tell us, so you shared with me that she had cancer. Yep, she had pancreatic cancer. She was diagnosed in March mm-hmm. of 2018. Mm-hmm. And she was already at stage four. Uh-huh. So that was tough. Uh-huh. And me and my brothers, we, we took it hard, but I feel like I handled it the easiest. I don't know how. But um, she was diagnosed. She was fine at first for a few months then you know she prayed about it and she decided against chemo wait, 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 wait. so let's stop right here so tell us what prompted her to go to the hospital like to, to the hospital so when she went to the hospital it wasn't for nothing like that she had went to the doctor for something else I don't remember what mm-hmm. but they said that she was pre-diabetic so mm-hmm. they put her on a medication mm-hmm. she started showing some negative reactions her skin turned yellow mm-hmm. and I saw it in her eyes too and you know when you see it in your eyes and your skin that jaundice you know uses something with your liver mm-hmm. so she went to the hospital well, she first went to the, her doctor, and then she had a hard time getting a hold of her. Mm-hmm. So then she went somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And then they, they're the ones that picked up on it. She went to UNC. So they, they picked it up, so she was diagnosed with cancer. So who was there, like, helping her? Like, 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 like uh, were you guys there at the doctor's appointment? Like how, like, how was the news broken to everybody? So when she was first diagnosed, my older brother was there, mm-hmm. and I think I was I was still at home. Mm-hmm. And then she came home and told me mm-hmm. that was rough. Mm-hmm. And then I think later on I started grieving because mm-hmm. I've never heard anything good, not much good from pancreatic cancer. Mm-hmm. So what have you heard about pancreatic cancer? I mean, I haven't really heard much, but I know not a whole lot of people make it out of it. Mm-hmm. So I was already just preparing for the worst. And it shocked me how she continued to be so well for several months. But when she decided to get the chemo, you know, she had to talk with God. So so let's talk about that. So when she was diagnosed, did she like so what was the next steps with the doctor? So did she like, so was she on different kind of medication? Like, so you said that, that um, she didn't do chemo. So what was that? Yeah, so they had brought out the option of chemo and she thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they gave her, they gave her a day to think about it. Mm-hmm. She decided against it. Mm-hmm. And she, her main concern was her quality of life. Because mm-hmm. normally people be on that chemo Usually that's when they look their worst. Yeah. And she didn't want that for herself. Mm-hmm. And so, so she didn't choose chemo. Right. And so what, what, like, so, so what did she choose? 
Well, there was nothing. Um, she just went home, and then, you know, after a bit of prayer, people started coming out of nowhere from different places. Um, so you say people, friends, family? So, um, the biggest one, my uncle, having to be friends with somebody who is a cancer coach mm-hmm. out in California. Mm-hmm. So when he heard the news, he hooked them up together. Mm-hmm. And um, he started giving her advice on maybe things to eat and told her about this um, program, is Juice Plus. Mm-hmm. And that actually, it costs, and it's a lot of supplements, but it's worth it. So, so how does that work? Do you, like, do you order online as a mail? Yeah, so it's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on Amazon, and I think they do the subscription. Mm-hmm. And um, I know one thing in there included is it's a powder, but it's for a shake. Mm-hmm. You mix it together and blend it, and it's supposed to be in place of a meal. And I've tried it, and it's actually good. Okay. What are the flavors? Chocolate, vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think that's it but I feel like there's another one uh-huh. but um main one she had was vanilla and chocolate mm-hmm. and um and then they have these pills for different things like give you different vitamins so you got one that comes in a red can a green can a purple can a blue can I forget what's in each of them mm-hmm. um but they are to help get nutrients that she's not getting from food she couldn't have. Okay. Yeah, was she doing the shakes plus the food or? Yeah, everything was together. Okay. All right. And so how was her pain tolerance? Like, did, like, 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 so basically like during this time, was she hurting more? Was she, like, how was she? So she wasn't in pain until... She didn't start having these pains until around August. Okay. So, so what? So what month is this right now? It what? So from February to August, mm-hmm. she was just doing the Juice Plus, mm-hmm. and she was okay with that. Going to doctor's appointments, you know, still living life mm-hmm. good. No chemo, no nothing. No nothing. She was okay. fine. She was just like her normal self. Okay. So yeah. around August. Yeah, I remember we had a family reunion, and then shortly after that, she started declining slowly. Okay, so family reunion. So, did she not go to the family reunion due to pain? Or? No, we all went. She had pain, and mm-hmm. then um, she had pain, but it wasn't intense at all. Mm-hmm. So, the way she described it, it didn't feel like it was related to the cancer. It just felt like something she was just going through. Yeah, okay. And so, okay, so August, and then she had pain that really wasn't that bad. And then what happened for the turn to be worse? Like what? It gradually got got stronger. Mm-hmm. And The cancer got stronger. The cancer and the pain. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, I was, I was not working then. Mm-hmm. So I was home with her all the time. Mm-hmm. And I would prepare food for her, mm-hmm. and 
it got to be the point she couldn't do a whole lot of moving. Okay, so let's start right here. Okay, so she wasn't living by herself. So, uh, um, did you live with her or? Yeah, me and older brother. Okay, so you and the older brother live with her, so she had somebody like to be there and uh, just in case, you know, medication or whatever, or or like like like, like she was feeling weak or something that day. You or you or your brother was there to like like assist like help assist with her. Yeah. Okay. So okay, continue. And um, as she got worse, mm-hmm. you know, she was in the bed for a lot of it, mm-hmm. and then she started to feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So she would get up. We had gotten her a walker that has a chair mm-hmm. built in, so she could move around, and she was getting short of breath at this time, mm-hmm. and that way she could sit down when she needed to. Um, then on through September. So okay, so so pancreatic cancer. So so where is that at exactly? Somewhere in it's in your pancreas. Okay, and so and so um like she was having pains where she was having more abdominal pains. Okay, and um. She was having issues with her intestines, mm-hmm. and I think, because she had a hernia mm-hmm. before, and I think something would happen, and enzymes would leak out, and upon testing, they realized that this was not bad, you know, it wasn't like bad bacteria and stuff that was coming out, but it looked like it was attacking, attacking all the bad stuff. And so, so she had shortness of breath. So where did shortness of breath come from? That I don't know. Mm-hmm. It might have been maybe the mass was starting to, um, maybe it was near her lungs. Mm-hmm. So where was the mass? So where was the mass originally? So it was, I remember she complained about feeling something was like sitting right here. Uh-huh. She felt that for a long time, mm-hmm. and then she started feeling like it was dropping. Mm-hmm. And we think that is, she was feeling the mass the whole time. So she was out of breath, okay, and uh, um, you know she wasn't really active. She was laying in bed and stuff. And so, what what keyed in for you to be her her caregiver? Well, I was already there. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it was nothing to it. Mm-hmm. So, so you talked about, like, you know, like, you guys are just talking in general about, you know, just normal TV, but, like, you know, if I get sick or if I, uh, yeah. you know, get a bunch of, like, get, so, get what was that conversation like? We had talked, like, off and on several years prior. Mm-hmm. You know, she would just bring it up. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if I were to become ill, mm-hmm. Don't send me to no rest home. Mm-hmm. You know, and I told her, I said, well, it's, so it's three of us. She has three kids. Mm-hmm. And the oldest brother, he he lived on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so three brothers. Yeah. yeah. So it was just two of us there. Mm-hmm. And we were like, um, you know, we will do our best to take care of you between the three of us. Mm-hmm. And we would only put you somewhere else if we absolutely had to. And so, she, 
I really couldn't get up and stuff, and so you were there to like help assist, like you know, when you would make the shakes and stuff for her, or you know, get her food and stuff. So and there would be periods of time she got better. Mm-hmm. She was back to her normal self, mm-hmm. and that would be off and on. Mm-hmm. And then the pains increased, and she was back and forth to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So then what happened? So the abdominal pain would get like worse. Yeah. Okay. So the hospital would send nurses out to the house mm-hmm. so she wouldn't have to take those trips back and forth. Okay. So they'd send somebody just to see if they could deal with the pain. Mm-hmm. And for a little while that worked. So what did they give her? Like what was what was the like so so what type of medication was she on for the pain? I don't remember. It's something I think they like gave her it would be I think a shot or something. Mm-hmm. Or a pill. Like a steroid, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then um, when she started getting worse after that, mm-hmm. they gave her IV treatment. Mm-hmm. And they sent a nurse to teach me how to do it. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that until until the medications for the IV ran out. Okay. And what was the IV for? The IV was for... I think it was to help manage the pain. They had a little bit of that, but it wouldn't make her exactly sleepy. Okay. So let's so let's talk about now during this time. So you said that you also uh, you also uh, kind of like got saved when the fact that she had cancer. Yeah. Um. So how did she feel about you like taking care of her? Like, like, I'm pretty sure that's, well, like, so you, 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 so, you know, as a family, you guys talked about, like, possibly taking care of her when she gets sick and stuff, but the actual effect of her, you, like, 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 you take care of her, what was that like? Like, how did she feel? I think she felt guilty, mm-hmm. especially me being the youngest. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, she, she didn't like it. And I think she just wished she could have done more. Mm-hmm. But she was also thankful that I was there to help her through. And yeah, I think she just, she felt guilty that I had to take time to be there for her. So, did she have times to where, like physically, she couldn't do it? But mentally, she thought that she could. And you had to say, Ma, you know, listen, you know, I got this. Um, because of those times where she would be in the bed, mm-hmm. there was a, a physical therapist that would come by mm-hmm. to help strengthen her legs and give her different exercises to do. And um, so there was times they wasn't coming but she had the exercises down, so she would do it on her own. Mm-hmm. And sometimes she would overdo it. And I'd be like, Mom, you gotta, you gotta be careful. You gotta sit down now. Mm-hmm. And um, for a lot of it, I think she knew her limits. Mm-hmm. But she would force herself to try to do what she could to get well again. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Um, so, <laughs> so, um, okay, so, so the, the, the nurse is coming, I, um, IV, you know, you guys are doing with the IV and stuff, you know, you're able to do it on your own and stuff. Um, so is your brother, like, helping when he comes home, or what is that like? See, he works, he works third shift, mm-hmm. so usually... I've been have done everything, but um, I had laid out a schedule mm-hmm. for her to take all her different supplements, and it was also essential oils that were in place that you would put some on your hand. Mm-hmm. She would sniff it first, and then I'd rub it on different parts of her body, mm-hmm. like her feet and her hands, and that helped. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a chart made. It was a schedule. And that way she wouldn't be taking everything at one time. Mm-hmm. So she would take a few throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys um, did like the little, like the herbal stuff too. So so how did you investigate that? Like did you just uh, wanted to just like look online and see if stuff helped with cancer? Like, like what was that like? Um, I think I had looked a little bit into it. But mm-hmm. then like different nurses or... Um, family and friends that happen to know more about things um, they would bring our attention like toward the end there was mention of soursop mm-hmm. which is a cancer fighting fruit that I knew nothing about but I think it's native to the island right and I happened to see it randomly in a Facebook post mm-hmm. and then I was like okay I'm going to save this and share it with mom the next day when I went to see her and so the next day, so she's in the hospital now. Yeah, so at this point, she's in the hospital. Right. So, okay, so, okay, let's start right here. Okay, so... So even with the pain medication, like, things, like, 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 like just, like, progress. Like, her pain would get worse and worse and worse to the point to maybe that she couldn't, like, be at home. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they would be at the hospital to give her stronger medication mm-hmm. that they not are not allowed to give people at home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she wouldn't be in the hospital long. She would be in there maybe a couple of days and she'd be home for a little while. Mm-hmm. Then she'd be back and forth. Mm-hmm. And that'd be pretty much it. And then it was the last time she went, she was in there a lot longer than usual. Mm-hmm. And how long was that? Like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I had already started preparing again. So, just a quick question. Like, did you ever get, like, burned out? Because obviously, you were the one, like, taking care of her. Uh uh-huh. Like, did you get, like, burned out? Did you get, like, you know? Yeah, but I did my best not to show it. Right. And, you know, people have offered, you know, to sit with her and you know so I could get out the house for a little bit mm-hmm. but you know I didn't take them up on it mm-hmm. did you feel like obligated did you feel like you know this is my mom I have to do this or yeah cause you know she she was a good mom mm-hmm. so that was a way I could pay her back mm-hmm. well that's good that's good um So obviously you had support, mm-hmm. um, you know, like like did you have support with the family 
or like did you have like more friends? The church she the church she went to mm-hmm. they have small group and she was in that she was in that group and they called themselves the tribe. Mm-hmm. And it's a bunch of them, but they are a group of genuine ladies. Mm-hmm. Um, they would come by often to check on her. Mm-hmm. Um, when she was in out the hospital, they made sure they would come by, and you know they would offer to sit with her. You know if we needed to go out for a little bit, and um, yeah, and then after she passed, well, while she was still here and like at home, and after she passed, they would prepare food for us so we wouldn't have to worry about that good that's good and so just to back back a little bit okay so she was in the hospital and like this is like towards the end mm-hmm. and so uh, tell us about that we were home a nurse was um, coming by to you know check on her mm-hmm. I think she had called them for some pain. Mm-hmm. They came over, and then I think the pain got worse. Mm-hmm. And it got it was so bad, she requested to go to hospice. Hospice has a bad reputation because it seems like a place you, they put people to die. Mm-hmm. But really, they try to make their last days comfortable. And so, okay, so basically you knew right then that that was it. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, how did your like other brothers react? The oldest one, I don't know, because he had things. Mm-hmm. So he might have went home and had a reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, the other brother, he broke down immediately because he felt like he failed. So, so how long after, mm-hmm. okay, okay, so she's in the hospital, mm-hmm. like, at the end, and so, like, was she responsive? She was for maybe, like, the first couple of days, mm-hmm. but, um, that, they had her on a lot of more things. Mm-hmm. And it was, I heard there were times, like, between times I was able to visit because I would used to go after work. So I had started working in, like, that September. Mm-hmm. So now we're in October. Mm-hmm. And I would come by after work. She would, I would, I would be told that, that she had hallucinations, like, um, she was like aware but not aware like she she was responding to something like she thought she saw us there mm-hmm. and she was talking to us and I heard every time she would be singing she was very big in the gospel mm-hmm. she'd be singing her gospel song mm-hmm. and she didn't know that we weren't actually there at the time mm. and so When did she get to a point where, because cancer is different for different people. 
Uh, but I noticed like the little, like the, the fish breath, I think it's called, like when that little shallow breath, like when you're like here, but you're not really here type of thing. Mm -hmm. So, so when was that, I guess? That I couldn't tell you exactly. So was she alert the whole time, you, you think? Um, I think she might have been able to hear us, even though she was sleeping a lot. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So we would make sure we talked to her. Uh-huh. And um, that was all we could do. We just pray for her. Was a uh, uh, hospice like supportive or? Yeah, and they were impressed that we would come by every day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And when she was at UNC Hospital. Uh-huh. And so, so she took her last breath, so what was that like? I wasn't there for that. Mm-hmm. My oldest brother was there for that. Mm-hmm. It is crazy because there were like a couple days before that mm-hmm. I was with her. Mm-hmm. I was hoping I would be in the room by myself, but mm-hmm. my brother was in there. Mm-hmm. And I was actually going to tell her that it's okay that she can go on. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want my brother to hear that because... He's very emotional, and I know that he would have just had a meltdown. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Wow. Let's take a moment. <laughs> so. I told you. <laughs> so. At this point, okay. So she's passed on. And so what are you going through at the moment? I don't know. I'm just I'm just here. But I think a lot of what happened, I became her in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I already sound like her. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard for people close to her mm-hmm. to be around because I do sound like her. Mm-hmm. Um My aunt told me that I picked up where she left off as far as my brother goes. Because we help each other out. We're just that close. Good. And she would pick up on things that he'd be going through mm-hmm. and his behaviors and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm having to explain all that to my aunt. That's great. Um, so do you miss your mom? All the time. All the time. Um, uh, can you tell us, like, what is one thing that you miss? I miss waking up to her baking cakes. So she was a baker. Yeah, that was that was her pride and joy. Mm-hmm. You could taste the love in the cake. Mm-hmm. They were never dry. Mm-hmm. Um, it got to be to the point where she was trying to make a business out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, she wanted to call it nothing fancy. Okay. Because these were your regular down home cakes. And the fanciest part might have been the presentation of it. Mm-hmm. Like she might add like a um, a strawberry on top of a strawberry cake or something, mm-hmm. something like that. What are uh, a couple things you can tell the viewers about like tips on being a caregiver? Do your best. Mm-hmm. 
and it's okay to take some time away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's it. Um, it's okay to feel maybe upset that you are put in that situation. That's normal. So what do you say to someone that's like totally not related? Because there are some people out there that, you know, are caregivers, you know, call upon as a job, maybe. What do you mean? Like as far as, like say for instance, if I worked in a nursing home, you know, I would be a caregiver. And so those people are not related to me. So mm-hmm. uh, what do you say to someone like that in a situation? Ain't got nothing for him. <laughs> okay. All right. Shrug emojis. <laughs> Any other notes or anything you want to say? Uh, no, but I'll add some experiences that's happened since she passed. Okay. So... The night she passed, I was at work. Mm-hmm. And a waft came in out of nowhere. Because I worked in the dishroom. Mm-hmm. The odd thing about that is there's only flies that ever come in there. So when I saw the waft, I was scared at first because I don't do bees. Mm-hmm. But then I felt I like I felt a calm feeling and the waft just kind of it came close but stayed away. Uh-huh. It landed on a water hose that hangs beside me. Uh-huh. And it sat there for a few seconds and then it just floated out. And I felt like that was mom's way of saying goodbye because she knew if I if I saw something that I could easily like recognize her, then I would be able to function. And I happened to look at my phone to take the time. And I saw where I had missed calls. And then I called my brother's back. And that's when I got news he passed. Um, when we later talked to a close family friend, like her son and my brother grew up together. She said she was praying, you know, praying for mom. And she felt like this presence walk up beside her. And she, and she could feel my mom's spirit, mm-hmm. just her personality and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she said that's when she knew that it had happened. And then she, um, then she got the text a little later. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it. I thank you for coming by. This is an amazing, amazing interview. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And um, this was fun. This is fun. See, all right. And just a side note, in case you noticed this, mm-hmm. this right here, this is the thing. It just happened. It was a work accident. So I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks a lot. <laughs>